boy is eating. The boy is your Coffee with Gringos, Dynamic English's podcast where you can learn English simply by hearing people use it. So sit down and have a coffee of us. Hey everyone, you are listening to Coffee with Gringos. I'm Ian Kennedy. I'm Paige Sutherland. And today we're going to be talking about something that comes across everyone's mind whenever we go outside and we look up at the big sky. We see the beautiful stars at night and we often ponder what is out there? What is in outer space? Are we alone? Are we the only ones? What's the meaning of life? All these questions start to flood to our heads or mine at least whenever I go outside and take a look. So everyone thinks about the galaxy, outer space, aliens. So Paige and I thought it'd be really fun today to talk about that, our own thoughts, and what the future holds for us in the galaxy. So listeners, as usual, if you get lost, make sure to go online and check out that audio guide and transcript. So Paige, some people are very into space. Are you someone that is really into it, really interested in it? Good question. I mean, I would say no, but I have to have a caveat that I really like looking at the stars. My family has a summer home in Maine where it's just like so remote. I would just spend hours on the water looking up at the stars and just seeing, you know, shooting stars and looking at the constellations. So that to me is like very mystical and I like, but like the idea of space, I don't really care. <laughs> like, like, you know, if people were like, oh, if like 20 years from now you could go to space, would you? I'd be like, no interest. I, feel like, I feel like it'd be really cold. I feel like I would get nauseous because there's no gravity. You're just like moving around a lot. Who knows what's out there? All the creatures, zero interest in going there. <laughs> what about you, Ian? So I'm pretty into space in more of like, I guess, the astronomical way or in the, um, like you mentioned, like just, just the wonder of looking up at the stars and just the way it makes me feel in general. I think as humans, we get really bogged down by our own anxieties and the little things throughout the day that worry us. And anytime I go outside and look at the stars, I'm just reminded of how small and insignificant we are amongst the universe. And that mm-hmm. a lot of the things I stress about every day I shouldn't stress about so much I shouldn't put so much importance into it because really we're just on a flying rock flying through the universe with tons of other planets and things flying around us so we can't control that so we might as well just enjoy our lives and really puts things in perspective for me but as far as maybe like going to space one day that's a really great question I think if I could go and then come back to earth then I would but if it was an option of all right it's one and done you go to space you can't come back then I don't think I'm interested in that it's crazy too like some of the astronauts that would just be in space for like years if they wanted to travel to other planets you know eating space food which i bet is disgusting you're just trapped in such a small area you're away from family and friends and yeah like don't sign me up for that (laughs) right don't go if you're claustrophobic and like i mean being an astronaut too it's like pretty scary because everything's out of control you have no idea like what's really out there so like you can prepare all you want but you have no idea what's gonna happen so that's probably terrifying i will say though like going 
back to the stars and like you said, looking up at night. That was something that always gave me peace when I lived really far from home. If I was ever homesick, I would just look up and, you know, see the moon and be like, wow, this is the same moon that like my mom or dad could be looking at right now back in Boston. And it always made me feel like I wasn't as far as I was, even if I was 9,000 miles away. <laughs> That's really funny you mentioned that actually, because I felt the same way about the moon actually for years like that. Anytime I've been far away from home or, you know, distant relatives or anyone like that, I've always thought we're looking at the same moon tonight or, you know, we could be. And so it does bring us together as people. It's amazing. And also mind boggling because you're like, how is that possible? I'm so far. So like you said, the future, a lot of investment into space exploration. What are your thoughts on that? Like, do you think it's a worthwhile investment? Yeah, I think it's absolutely a worthwhile investment. Space exploration is so important. And, you know, there's a lot of things, obviously, that we need to do here on Earth to make things better regarding climate change, regarding pollution, resources, population, all these things. But space is a valid option if we can't figure out these problems on Earth. And I think it's something really really important that we need to be working on and we need really bright minds working on that too. And so I do think we're really lucky to have bright minds like Elon Musk, for example, who's working with his company that he founded SpaceX to hopefully be able to start civilization on Mars if need be sometime in the future. And they've already made these incredible rockets that can go up into space and then return in one piece. Basically, you're exhibiting better shows of technology and management than even NASA in these international space programs. I think even private space exploration is the direction that things are heading right now. So it's going to be really interesting to see. I have so many questions about that. I mean, obviously, this is probably so many years out, but like who owns those planets? You know what I mean? Like you're saying like Elon Musk, he would just build his own civilization there of like Americans or like how could we claim a planet? I don't know, like who has ownership to live on there? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, <laughs> I, I guess nobody basically. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it would just be whoever's willing to go there becomes a citizen of Mars, I guess, because at least at the beginning, it would be a situation where if you go, it's a one and done. You go to Mars and you're staying there. You're going to live there and die there. You know, it's a one way trip. That's why I say I think it'd be amazing to go to space, but only if I can come back home. I'm not trying to go live on another planet. I'm I'm pretty happy here on Earth. It's such a huge decision because you can't ask anyone, oh, how is it? Like, (laughs) you know, no one knows what it'd be like, good or bad. Coffee with Gringos officially has over 100 episodes, and we are among the top podcasts in Chile, and that's thanks to you. But we're always working to grow our audience, so make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, LinkedIn, and even Snapchat. But most importantly, rate, review, and share us with all of your friends, family, and coworkers. And if you want to take your English education to the next level, sign up for private or group classes with native English-speaking teachers at dynamicenglish.co. Do you feel like there is other life out there that, you know, we're not the only humans per se? I would say I am as close to 100% you can get to saying I think there's other life. There's got to be. I think if you just look at it and you look at how many galaxies are existing in the universe, that's always expanding. And you look at those numbers and, you know, they say that there's more galaxies than there are grains of sand on every beach on Earth, which is unfathomable. I mean, that number is so infinitely high that you would just 
have to think that there's no way that we can be the only life existing in the universe. I think there is other other life and we just haven't been able to communicate with them or maybe their life forms are way more advanced than ours and maybe they're just observing us. I mean, mm, maybe, yeah. Earth, maybe Earth's just a reality TV show for some other galaxy or some other planet. We don't know that. I feel, uh, like, <laughs> I feel like we've been so saturated with like the media, Hollywood, that like to think of other life, I can only think of aliens as the movies show me. So it's like weird to think of other life existing and not think of an alien, you know, like as portrayed in a movie. So it's like, I do think there's other life. I think the movies have it wrong though. I don't know what they'd look like, but maybe somewhat human-like. I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah, or it could be maybe something that could take the form of a human, or mm -hmm. it can present itself in whatever form of matter it wants to be viewed as. I mean, we don't really know for sure, but it is funny to think of all these images we've always ever seen of, you know, little green men with big heads and, mm -hmm. you know, tiny bodies. That's what we all think of when we think of aliens, but aliens could be, you know, uh, other forms of bacteria, other forms of viruses, and they could be little plants, you know, we don't have to, it doesn't have to be this fully developed organism to be considered life. I think, you know, with all the research and all the findings that we found, even just within our own solar system, even recently on, on Mercury, they found remnants uh, of some chemicals that could show that there could have been life in the past. And we see on a lot of other planets, moons like Jupiter, underneath the ice, we see bacteria, we see other signs of life. Maybe there was water at some point before. And so I think we just have to keep developing these technologies and keep going out to the final frontier, as they say, out into outer space to find these answers. But it's so huge that we have to be patient. And I think we have a lot more to discover. It would be so nuts, you know, 20, 30 years from now, if people are living on a different planet. Like, that would be crazy. Yeah. I don't know who would be willing to do that. I mean, I guess maybe people who really do think the world is ending, it is the best option, I guess. <laughs> maybe some cults, probably some like some mm. religious cults or some sci-fi cults or some people. I would uh, assume you have to be very rich, though, to get a, a seat on that ship, you know? Yeah, I imagine the first flights are going to be pretty expensive. So I don't think a, a normal person's going to be able to, to ditch the planet for cheap. Yeah. <laughs> so lots of things to be developed for space exploration here in the future. And who knows, like you said, 20, 30 years from now, we might have people living on Mars. We might have other discoveries, other technologies. Hopefully we can save Earth before that becomes absolutely necessary. Because I, for one, I'd like to stay here for a little while. <laughs> That'd be nice. So yeah, listeners, okay. we could talk about this all day long. Maybe we'll have another episode, space number two, perhaps. So remember, if you have any questions or need help, go online and check out that audio guide and transcript. And as usual, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Coffee with Gringos was brought to you by Dynamic English, where you can learn English simply by using it. If you're interested in taking classes or just want to learn more, go to our website at dynamicenglish.cl. Thanks for listening.